You're listening to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast, presented by Brandon Elliott. This show will be going over all aspects of real estate investing and is intended to educate, motivate, and prepare you to take action on your first or next real estate investment. For more information, please visit BrandonElliottInvestments.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy. Welcome back, everyone, to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast. I am your host, Brandon Elliott, and today, you guys are privileged. It's just me. (laughs) I don't know if that's a blessing or a curse, but one way or the other, you guys get me today. So we're going to make this a short episode, but I want to talk about opportunities. There's been, I'm literally talking to the individual. If, If this is you and it's hitting a couple red flags right here and setting a couple light bulbs off in your head, if this is you, please like just own up to it and let's take action on it, right? There's no harm. There's no negative feeling behind this. But if, if you're an individual that's sitting on the sidelines for maybe the last year or two years, I have a lot of friends that are in that category that's been wanting to jump into real estate for the last year or two years and somewhat educated, doing a little bit of research, but have a lot of fear overcoming them or not taking enough action in the different opportunities around them. Or another big one is just simply not even acknowledging or recognizing those opportunities, right? It's simple. You just got to recognize opportunities. And it's a mindset shift to be able to do this. I'm a firm believer that once you actually know your goal, you know your plan, and then you're taking action on it, you're waking up every day early to put in those extra hours on the side, whatever it may be, and you're waking up with gratitude, you're taking action with a daily plan of how to accomplish this, how to succeed with it, then you're going to get your results. It's just plain and simple. Several people that I've coached in the past with real estate related, not credit, but real estate related, literally, if I show them do this, this, and this, and you're analyzing three deals a day, submitting offers on at least one within 30 to 90 days, you'll get an offer. Okay. You'll get one accepted. You'll get something good to go. Okay. And uh, we're in escrow right now for a fourplex, which I want to talk about this opportunity. It's an unbelievable location. It's an unbelievable like rock star type of deal in general. And it's a combination of prayer, (laughs) a combination of taking action, right? Without action, it's not going to just smack you in the face. It's networking, it's relationships uh, being built. But overall, this is one of those deals that falls into your lap from putting in the work, the energy and submitting offers and getting an attractive offer submitted to the seller and getting it accepted. Now, let me just talk about this one for a quick second. This is like the opportunity stuff that I'm talking about. If you've been on the sideline for a year or more wanting to get into real estate, but can't figure out exactly how to do it, you've been listening to the podcast, you've been reading some books, you've been going to the RIA groups, you know, on a monthly basis, weekly basis, whatever it is in your area, and you're submitting offers here and there but you still aren't getting things figured out. And that's probably a key factor. You're probably not submitting offers. You might not be submitting offers if you're not getting something. You know, you got to throw out the line within fishing, right? You can't just sit there on the sidelines and say, why? You know, like, why is this not? It's the market, all these other excuses. It's easy to pull on to these excuses, right? But if you're not submitting offers, you're not going to get any deals. 
like you're not going to get something accepted. So I highly encourage you to play that route, right? But there might be some things that are holding you back, like fear or lack of education, lack of, you know, mentorship. There's not somebody in your section, in your group that can actually give you a holding hand a little bit. Like I'm the type of person, I need a holding hand with all my mentors that I have. I literally need them to like guide me. They can give me the whole blueprint, videos, anything. They give me the whole like blueprint of exactly what to do, the roadmap. As I'm on the roadmap, I still need their verification. I need them to tell me like, look over everything and just be like, okay, yes, you're doing well. Or, whoa, you're just about to do that. Don't do that. Make sure you go around here. You know, like that's just how I work. And you might be the same exact way. I'm a visual learner. You figure out whatever your strengths are with how you learn best, but don't ever allow fear to take control of you, right? Like pray that stuff off. That's just BS. It's not needed. It's not from your higher power, right? It's all uh, just cancerous spirits coming in. Like you don't need that stuff. So what I want to talk about, let's dive into this deal, right? The address is 3636 Florida Street. It's in San Diego. It's in North Park, 92104. It's an unbelievable location. If you know San Diego, you know this area is bomb. It is right in North Park. It's right on the edge of Hillcrest. On this street, Florida Street, it actually about two minutes drive down is the entrance into Balboa Park, which is like the a travel destination location. Like so many people, tourists come to this location. The zoo is right there, famously known zoo for San Diego. We got the airport close by. It's just a prime location, very highly desirable, right? And location, 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 right? Everybody knows that. When it comes down to real estate, that that may be the only thing, like somebody on the outside, like that's not in real estate whatsoever, they might know that, you know, location is the most important thing, right? So within North Park, it's right on the edge of Hillcrest, that prime location This is a fourplex. There's very far and few in between when it comes down to residential multifamily, multifamily in general. It's hard. It's difficult to make uh, multifamily work out here in San Diego because there's not enough cash flow, right? So you need to get creative like Airbnb, right? So we're going to be doing, this is residential. It's a four unit all uh, in one building, just upstairs and downstairs level. And on the two units upstairs, they have amazing views. It's super beautiful, super sexy. And in the future, we might live in one of these. I mean, it's that nice. It's really nice. And it's all cosmetic. It's all cosmetic BS. What's crazy is there's three tenants still in there. One of them already left, which was the manager. He left one of the tenants. You wouldn't believe this stuff. They've been there for 40 years, like four zero. 40 years, which is unbelievable. I I can't even imagine living and renting in one spot for that long. But she's been there for 40 years, paying $375 here locally in San Diego, in such a prime location, paying $375. That's the same exact amount that she paid when she first moved in. You know, (laughs) her rent never went up. So this is one of those prime situations that when it's self-managed by property owners, they invest in a property, get some tenants in there, and then they just sit back and then they don't do anything. You know, they're just trying to fill vacancies if they ever come up and just hands off type of thing and let the tenants ideally, hopefully pay some of it off and they've owned it forever. So it's definitely paid off dozens of times, but they're just not savvy. They're just using it as another bucket, I guess, right? Which is great as well. But nevertheless, that's where opportunity comes into play, which is awesome. 
And when it comes down to this, there's also, so 375, another tenant's 900, and then another tenant is 1,000. This is our plan. They've already given written instructions that they'll be out by the end of February. So we're going to close on the 10th, get the tenants out, do the full remodel. It's cosmetic. It's 110K that we put as a budget. We actually have it a good amount under 100K right now, but we're just very conservative. When it comes down to expenses, I always like to overanalyze and make it very expensive because things come up uh, that we cannot see, that we cannot predict, right? So I always overanalyze what the estimations should be for expenses. And then I undercut what the income potentially could be, like the pro forma, right? Never go off of pro forma, but like off LoopNet, it's the most you know craziest stuff you'll ever see. But when it comes down to your income, you should always undercut it to make sure that you actually have that buffer right there. If it's coming in at 1200 or 1500 maybe, I would probably just super conservatively drop it down to like 1000 maybe 1100 if it was at that 1500 range, just to be conservative, you know? So after we do the remodel, it'll take one month. We're going to do Airbnb afterwards in all four units. We've already talked to the city. We've spent a good amount of time with them for a full week. And it's one of those situations that they literally just want their money. It's a permit that takes one week. All the hype of, you know, the scarcity of Airbnb and all this other stuff, it's only geared towards like the city is only pushing it. And this is what I've got from all the individuals, all the officials downtown related to Airbnb. They're saying that they truly are just trying to regulate the individuals that are doing Airbnb, but not paying. So they want their cut. They want their money. So that's totally okay with me. But once it's remodeled, we're going to do Airbnb, all four units, get the permits, pay the city. And we are expecting to make on the very low end, right? I always say undercut your income. And we're going to say 20,000. But realistically, we have some friends in the area doing 15, 20K per unit per month, which is crazy. We actually have one friend a couple blocks away with the same type of setup. They're all two bedroom, one bass, flip-flopped from each other. So they're all the same exact thing. But his property is a couple blocks away, just distressed. And he's bringing in 7,000 per unit per month. So if we could easily bring in, that's 28,000 off a distressed property. This is going to be fully remodeled. Very nice. You know, so it's a no brainer. So these are, these are the numbers, right? Uh, The purchase price, we got it down to 1.25 million. So 1.25 million, our first position, hard money lender, we got amazing rates, 8.5% annualized, no promissory, no, what is it? Uh, 1.5 for the points. Awesome relationship. They're very great people, super excited to work with them. And basically they're going to cover up to 950,000, right? So that's 840 of the purchase, which is 75%. And then 110, the full 100% of the remodel, which means that we still need to come to the table with 410,000 to be able to take this property down, right? And then we got to keep in mind, you know, holding costs for about six months will be right under 100,000. And we can be in and out within, within six months for sure. We have several different backup plans because we plan on, instead of selling this thing, if we sold it, we would make 150000 about profit and all the investors get their money, profit, principal and interest. But we would like to do a cash out refinance. That's the main goal here. We're going to hang on to this sucker for the long run because 
we're going to get great cash flow. We're going to have a primary residence if we need it. And then we'll also get the equity over time. Out here in, in California, if you can get creative to actually hang on to something and make some great cash flow, then the equity out here will always take care of you. And equity should always be like a icing on the cake type of thing. I never bet all my eggs in one basket when it comes down to the appreciation. But in this situation, we're going to be getting both. If we are getting great cash flow every single month and we have no money into the deal. So this is our thing. We're, it's going to be basically a burst strategy. So the buy, renovate, rent, refinance, and repeat. Once we buy this property, do the full remodel on it, do Airbnb, get some great cash flow coming in. And then we're going to do a cash out refinance, 30 year fix, some great terms and conditions. And we have several different backup plans with that alone. We can use Vizio, which I'm a broker with. I have a great relationship with them. We can get that right away. Uh, once the property is remodeled, we don't even need tenants in there at the time. We just need one week of us promoting it on Airbnb just to show proof. And they're going to analyze it as if we've done it for over a year, which is awesome. We can also get traditional financing. We can put a conventional 20% down. There's other programs out there getting very competitive with all the low interest rates and the loan programs out there. It's getting very competitive. We can get a 30-year fix with even 5% down in so many different situations, not paying the mortgage insurance, which is awesome under the 20% rule type of thing. Also, we can get FHA, which will do up to 1.35%, which is crazy. So 1.35 million. So at that point, we'll have very little into it. We'll have about 100,000 into the property, which with the cash flow coming in, we'll take care of that in a few months. I mean, we have reserves as well. We have funds in the bank. We also have credit, which is super powerful, which we potentially might take down uh, part of this deal, that 400K that we're looking to raise off of the credit. But, but if you wanted to actually recognize the opportunity here that we're offering, we're actually doing raising money to build relationships. When you're ever raising money, you should always be doing it to build relationships. Like we have credit out the yin yang that we could pull from very easily. We have some reserves as well that are saved up. I like to utilize those as backup plans and you should too. But when it comes down to relationships, then, you know, if you can borrow money from somebody, get them a strong return secured by real estate and have promissory note, personal guarantee, a lien position. I mean, they're protected, right? And they're getting a strong ROI on their money, which is important. And then if you're going down that route, then you get them a good return afterwards and they're going to want to do it again. They're going to tell their friends. And then you have a big group of individuals that are constantly looking to scale to the next level. In the beginning, fear is a big thing that comes over people because deals in the Midwest when it's more affordable, right? It's more cheaper. It's less to think about. It's like, oh, it's a hundred thousand. That's okay. You know, if I lose a hundred thousand, that's okay. Well, it's important to look at the risk and, and reward factor, but also getting out of your comfort zone. That's where you grow the most. Like we've never actually held on to a property out here in California. This will be our first one, but it's a no brainer. It makes sense. It's Airbnb. It's four units. It's in a prime location. We can get the best when it comes down to financing because it's four units and under residential. So, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. The rates are at their all time lowest and they keep on dropping, which is crazy. So it really just comes down to recognizing the opportunity and then taking action on it right away. Like we had to do no contingencies and $50,000 
down right away to be able to beat out some of our other competitors. And that's the type of risk, that's the type of balls you need to have to actually be able to jump in here and to be able to beat out some of the other competitors and get yours accepted and now perform when it comes down to bringing the 400,000 together because we've already raised the other 950, which is awesome. So when it comes down to this deal, if you guys are interested or know somebody that would be a good fit, then you can reach out to us as always. We are looking for either accredited investors, which you need to make a certain amount per year, uh, 50 or above. Or if you're a couple, then it, it would be the 500. Otherwise, a sophisticated investor is more than enough. As long as you've been to some RIA groups, you've been to some type of education, podcast, books, YouTube, as far as real estate goes, we want to build relationships with new individuals, but also show them the power behind real estate and educate them along the way as, as well. I'm an open book, so I like showing everything. And transparency is very, very important. Communication is key. It's everything, right? So without transparency, without communication, there's, there's resentment that builds up. There's frustration. There's anxiety, right? We want to cancel out all that stuff. Transparency is everything. And we're very firm believers on that. So this is one of those opportunities, right? If you see other opportunities within your area or within your group, your friends, your family, relationships already built, I encourage you to take action on that. I encourage you to reach out, to connect with these individuals, to be able to run the numbers, get out of your comfort zone a little bit. Like just, if it feels a little awkward, pray about it. Follow your gut always, but also push through the BS. Because there's so many other people out there, there's so many voices out there that are going to try to silence the noise, right? To try to hold you back from your full potential. Like Grant Cardone says all the time, like his mom, bless her heart, like she's an angel and loves him to death, but has always like tried, said certain remarks, certain words to almost hold him back from doing real estate because the mindset's a little different, you know? And they love you so much that they're scared for you because they can't handle it. It's out of their comfort zone. And until you push through some of those uncomfortable situations a few times, everything's going to be out of your comfort zone, right? You got to you gotta push through it a little bit until once you do a couple deals that are 100,000, then the first couple might be a little stressful, right? A little anxiety, a little few different moments that you're going to have to cancel out the fear. After that, you'll get to the point, it's like, okay, 100,000, boom, let's knock it out. Boom, boom, boom. It's nothing. And then you'll get to the point, okay, first deal doing a million, a million plus. Okay, that's a little nerve wracking. First time doing it. It's, it's all numbers. Though. That's the thing. It's all basic numbers. If the numbers make sense at a million, then it's the same as a 100,000 type of deal, right? As long as the numbers make sense. If it's a billion dollars, like as long as the numbers make sense, you just got to play the numbers and look at the pros and cons. So once you do a million dollar deal a few different times, the first few might be uncomfortable, but that's where you grow. And then afterwards, once it comes down to your third, fourth, fifth time, it's going to be like, okay, we've done it successfully. We're learning as we go, you know, so it, it just becomes natural. And then you're getting to 10 million and so forth. And you're just getting to those next levels. And that's what it's about. That's where the growth comes in. That's where the compound effect of your real estate investing, whatever type of investing you're doing, right? That's the power behind it. 
At the end of the day, there's so many different ways to be able to make money out there. We enjoy real estate. We enjoy credit. There's power behind it. We have dozens of people that are actually interested in partnering with us to put that 400K together. We don't want to deal with a million different people to be very truthful. Less is always more when it comes down to the partnerships, because it's like if one person comes in with the full 400K, then I only need to take out one person to dinner, you know, to talk about the deal and move forward. Instead of if there's dozens of people, then it just becomes complicated. There's more odds that there's going to be somebody that's going to be stressed out that I'm going to need to help out on a regular basis, which is more frustrating and, and so forth. So I would love to connect with each and every one of you guys. If you guys have any questions about this deal or recognizing your opportunities, seeing whatever the limited beliefs that have been going through your head for the last year or two that you wanted to take action, but for some reason it hasn't happened. We started this podcast to educate people, motivate them, and then prepare them to take action. And a lot of people used to say, you know, money was their number one thing that they couldn't get access to and couldn't figure out how to actually invest in real estate. So we debunked that by showing them how to get credit, right? Get hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars in credit. Okay. So you can always be able to take down your deals and we might just do it ourselves just out of spite to show the power behind it. We're jumping into a, a one point, it's going to be worth 1.7 million and it's going to cash flow like crazy every single month. And once we hang on to it, it's going to give us a ridiculous amount of appreciation equity in the future. So I mean, we might just do it just to show the power behind it and eliminate any other people out there that might have those limited beliefs. You know, we're going we're gonna to cancel those out. But regardless, it's important to build relationships. So would love to connect with each and every one of you. If you guys have any questions or if you just want to talk it out to figure out what's been holding you back, I have no problem giving 15 minutes here and there to anybody that has any type of concerns regarding it. If you guys do want to invest in this deal, then this is the thing. We are closing on the 10th, which is not this Monday, the following, but when it comes down to Mondays and closings, it rarely happens. So we're sending out money, we're sending out documents and everything Thursday. So that Friday can really get prepared and good to go. And then Monday comes around and they're just looking at it one more time, doing a quick little sweep through and then close on the deal, right? So, so realistically, Tuesday and Wednesday are like the last days where documents need to be signed as far as partnership goes and promissory note, lien position, and personal guarantee behind it as well. And then money needs to be transferred into the bank account, either wired or cashier's check. So reach out to me. would love to connect with you guys. Let me know if you guys have any questions or if you guys have any deals yourself. would love to talk more with you guys. And I hope you guys all have an amazing, blessed, um, blessed week. And we'll see you on the very next one. As always, reach out to me at brandonelliotinvestments.com. Otherwise, you can do so at Instagram, Brandon Elliott Investments. Otherwise, facebook.com slash Brandon Elliott Investor or facebook.com slash Brandon Elliott REI. You can also shoot a text to uh, 609-231-9018 and say your name and say, I'm in, and then we can chat more. All right, guys. God bless, and I will see you on the next one. This has been another episode of Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by Brandon Elliott. For more information, please visit brandonelliottinvestments.com. Also, please don't forget to like, share, and leave a comment below. Thanks again for joining. Until next time, God bless.